0: Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. So thanks again for choosing to listen, and particularly, you've chosen about a um an episode which is really fascinating, fascinating to me, this topic. so i'm um, I'm excited for you to um listen to what I've got to say on it, and please let me know, because the concept that I'm talking about really sparked quite significant conversation on social media and opened up this conversation around what I call retirement denial. And I it 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 was so provocative. I thought, "Oh, this is cool. People are really wanting to know more or they're sharing what they're doing about it. So I wanted to keep the conversation going through my podcast. And I've also um, created a um, a cool little workbook that I think should be really helpful for someone if you recognize um, my midlife is out there that you could be in retirement denial. And so, um hopefully, Listening to it, you'll click on the link and um, check out this little workbook, then it should give you some help to navigate what I'm calling retirement denial. So, look in this um, episode, I'm going to cover um, what I am, you know, just explaining more about what the concept of retirement denial and and where it's come from, why I'm even bringing this to the table. Um, the second thing is why I believe it's super important to recognize if you've got it. And that was really evident with the different comments that were coming through on the social media post. And the third thing is I want to share um, three really simple tips that I think will help you to be able to think differently around this whole concept of retirement or what I call freedom years. But again, that's around language and I'm jumping ahead a little bit. So what is retirement denial? Okay. Okay. From my perspective and what I've um, sort of noticed with conversation with my midlife women, particularly some of my gutsy ladies, is that um, when there's significant confusion and or fear, um, which generates a hell of a lot of negative emotion around the concept of not working, which in our day and you know, sort of our world we call retirement, we don't seem to have another word other than retirement. I think that's half the problem. Um, when you've got this fear and confusion and this whole wrap of negative emotion, when humans are in that state, we naturally want to ignore or suppress. And so, inevitably, we will deny or we will not own what's going on, or unless we know better, we can do better. Okay. So, what I recognize is that there um, are, you know, a lot of midlifers out there who the concept of retirement has got such a connotation to it that they are choosing to not even consider what life could or would be like when you no longer work. And here's the rub. It does not matter who you are. At some point, and this is where I'm very much more about being in choice mode and being in the driver's seat, and again, this came through on the comments on the social media, at some point in your world, as you age and you know get older and older, you are going to get to a point of not no longer working. Okay? <laughs> and they're going, yeah, of course, Bella. But some of you out there are going, but no, 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 I don't want to stop working. This is not what I'm saying. I am saying that under our societal world, and particularly under the processes, unless you are hundred percent working a hundred percent in your own business for yourself, most people will get to a point where they will be forced to no longer work and they may actually be retired whether they like it or not. And so, as I just said before, this is where I find the real issue is because we name that right now, only the word retirement and nothing else, then there's so much um, uh, emotional and uh, world around the word retirement that people simply, if that does not re- uh, resonate with them, they will come into denial mode and they will not set themselves up for what I'm calling getting ready to get ready to retire. Or in my true language, getting ready to get ready to choose to work. And see, that's how I view retirement. I do not view retirement as actually slowing down and doing nothing, but I, review, I view retirement as that space I'm going to get to where I no longer have to work to make a living. I will be able to choose whether I want to work or not. So even as I'm relaying some of these um, concepts to you, I can see that this is such a massive topic and a lot of it is around the language and the words that we have wrapped up around it. As I've said before, the opposite to this from, you know, if if you're not in retirement denial, what are you? And I see you are in absolute full-blown choice mode around work, when you work and the choice to work down the track. And really, the word I'm dealing with is retirement, but the concept we're really talking about is the concept of work and identity. And man, oh man, uh, women, uh, humans, women, everyone in our Western world have got such strong identities about work. So as I said, I want to share three key things to know about retirement denial and why I think it is a thing and why um, by me sharing what these three things, I'm also then going to share Really simple tips how you can start to alleviate the denial around it and start making choices, whether you actually do want to retire or not. So, number one, it's as with so much of stuff going on in our lives, we humans are hilarious. It is all around identity. And from the comments that came on the social media, I had the whole spectrum um, when I was talking about retirement denial on my social media post. I was saying about the fact that I have spent, well, at 55 years of age, I've spent at least the last 10 years getting myself ready to get ready to get to position to not have to work. And, you know, I'm surprised how few people I meet are in the same headspace at 55. And so the, the vast array I had some people say, I never, ever want to retire I want to keep working until I die. And I'm like, well, that's fine if that's what you want Um, and knowing it for what it is. But the sad bit is that the person who made that comment also added in another comment was that they were retired by the workforce they were in. And that's what I'm talking about is getting yourself in a position so that you are not being retired without your choice. So it's all about identity. And the really interesting thing that I've found about this is that for some people, the very word retirement instantly connotates an image of old and used by date. And um, basically you're at the end of the line and you've just got to go into a corner and just fade away into nothingness. But for other people, the word retirement, and this was also evident on the notes, on the um, the comments, on the social media posts, was, oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait for that day. And so what I was hearing in their language was around the concept of retirement for them was freedom and planning and smart and clever. So can you see these two absolute opposite um, visions of what the one word means And no wonder when we know that we will be retired at some point, it can bring on confusion and fear if you don't know any better. The other piece around this, around identity, is also about how you see yourself in those years and what money you feel you need to be able to have what you want. And a lot of retirement denial that I've come across with my midlifers is is they feel that in their 40s, their 50s, even their early 60s, that because they have not got their ducks in line financially, and as one woman pointed out, there are a lot of women who have very little, if no superannuation, it is a very scary place for them. But I will say, black and blue, I am not a financial advisor. I will never provide financial advice on this podcast. I need to say that I have had my own personal experience at starting late with finances and there is always a way. There is always a way to have a life and get your finances in order even as late as 70s and 80s. And I've got, I've got, um, with the work that I've done with Wealth Mentor over in New Zealand, I've got examples of this. So if the very thought of retirement, equals to you fear around not having enough money to do it, I would implore you now to stop and get your ducks in line, see exactly what that picture is like. Don't just take it for granted that that's the case. And I mean, really, that's another whole picture. So basically, when I talk about identity, it is how you'll see yourself in the moment. And if retirement to you is a negative connotation, seeing yourself in that picture, of course, you're not going to go forward and want it. But the other piece is if right now your identity is so wound up in your work and you simply do not want to ever not work, of course you're not even going to bring any thoughts into it about being able to um, see yourself not working. So just just really, it's all about seeing like getting clear on what your identity is around your work and around your um, concepts of retirement. And seeing, is that where your real um, rub is? Is that where your disconnect is? That is causing fear and confusion and potentially denial. Because as I said, at some point, you will be retired in our society. And as you know, I'm all about choice. Get in the driver's seat. Now, the second concept that I think feeds into this picture of retirement denial, as I said before, is if work is a huge part of your life and in fact if work is such a big part in your life that other areas and i have a um what we call a grind to glide wheel or it's it's a wheel of life exercise i get clients to do and by doing the just simply filling it out one of the things that comes up to them is that there are areas in their life that they are ignoring accidentally and so this is, can happen, and it can definitely happen in our midlife, particularly as things change in regard to dependence. And we can, and you know, our career um, recognition can start to really bloom, and and our experience blossoms. And so inadvertently, we can find ourselves spending so much time in our work world, and it's such a big part of our identity that we don't have hobbies or we minimise hobbies, we minimise the value in them, we minimise some of our relationships and our friends. And um, basically, once again, because our identity gets so wrapped up into one area in our life without the balance, for want of a better term, of all the other elements of our life, and it could also be relationships, here's a sad one, you may be in a relationship you're not particularly happy and work gives you the out, (laughs) I came across that a lot when I was working in the workplaces. But I I don't ever say anything like that with judgment, by the way. It's just recognizing what is the reality, what's really going on here. And then once you can recognize and be aware of what's going on here, then realizing, for example, if you are so wrapped up in your work, the last thing you are going to want to think about is things outside of that. And that will have an impact on you thinking of a life beyond work and into the retirement space. So the third thing I also now want to bring up is about this all or nothing thinking. It permeates every facet of our Western world and it is quite interesting. And when it comes to all or nothing thinking about retirement is because there are humans I've had conversations with that could only see themselves as working full bore or retire like literally doing nothing in the workspace, but it is a spectrum. It does not have to be all or nothing. And when I talk about getting ready to get ready to retire, that's the real gold in this is when you get your head around the fact that ultimately you will not work at some point. So getting yourself ready to work out the transition from full ball work to minimal or no work or reinventing yourself and creating a business such as I have, which is actually going to be part of my um, help I'm funding my retirement or my freedom time, then, you know, building a business around that, this is what the spectrum's about. Okay. And, you know, I've 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 had fabulous conversations with people that went from full-time and then they went down into part-time. I know there's a financial rider on this and I am not giving you financial advice. So obviously you've got to look out for your own personal circumstances. But um, there were you know, numerous people I spoke with, particularly in workplaces, where when they were thinking cleverly about how they wanted to transition, getting ready to get ready to not work, they had this spectrum of and this plan around it. And they also did retraining. You know, they looked at the experience they had. They could see where that was, and if they went and did some further um, um, study or some further qualifications, that got them into a different industry or a different part of an industry, which meant they could could actually be in a position to work three to four days a week, and meant they could still work, but then they could start bringing in their hobbies. I hope you can see there is so many ways to skin this cat. But if at the moment you are all or nothing thinking, full ball work or only retirement, that could be part of the reason behind your retirement denial. And this is the thing, right? We don't know what we don't know until we start exploring. So if you now see that this could be a spectrum to start exploring, what could you be doing with your long service leave? Could you start um, even looking into some volunteering? Could you talk to your workplace about having, you know, one work off week, one day off a month, you know, as a lead-in to slowing down. I don't know. There's uh, there's infinitesimal ways, abundant, infinite ways to look at this, if only you'll allow it. And you have to get out of all or nothing thinking to allow that. So as I said, there were three key things, oh, you know, recognising that if you've got denial going on about this, it could be about your identity. Or it could be about the fact that work is so big in your world that other parts to your life just aren't getting a look-see. And the third thing is, is could be all or nothing thinking. I can either be retired or not. And it's a spectrum. So I just want to finish up with three really simple tips that I think could help you to think differently about this R word. And I sort of gave you a insight to that just earlier on. Number 1 though that I want to bring up first is that you are not your parents. <laughs> what am I talking about? How our, our model our our we model our behavior on models of our world role models and start to have a think about what was the retirement world or how did that happen or what was the process for your parents? because inadvertently so many of us uh, model a behaviour that we have had put in front of us for so long that we don't recognise that's where we're coming from or that's where our identity is coming from, that's where our processes are coming from. And once again, if you feel that you have got a bit of retirement denial going on, just recognise whatever their processes were do not have to be yours. You have any choice available to you if you just allow yourself to do it. And here's another piece on this. If you have role models in your life that have done this well, go and have a coffee with them. Start to talk about them. If you've watched someone in your workplace who's actually done this really well, um, you know, make sure that you bring in role models. And this is across any facet of your life, retirement denial or not. And I I get you to really think about this when you actually fill out my um, little workbook on this, because you know really getting clear on what would be an ideal way for you to move forward on this is really really important to help you to move forward. Okay. Now the second tip is to actually get clear on your fears. I call it name and shame. Bit tough, but it is really what it's about. If you can get clear on what your fears or negative beliefs or thoughts are around the concept of retirement, you will get power because it's those fears that will be holding yourself back. A classic one is if I retire, I have a belief that I am no longer of value. Bullshit, bunkum, no way. We are coming into such an age of wisdom that's required in this society. (laughs) There will be a purpose and there will be a way that you can bring your skills to the table, but you've got to recognize that first and you've got to start seeking places to bring that. So get really clear of what your fears are. Some fears may be around the time, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm fearful. I'll get bored. I'm fearful of this. I'm fearful of that. Get them all on paper. And then start to work through. And that's what I do in that workbook. I help you to identify what they are and then help you to work out how real are these fears and how can you work through them? And this is where it's important to also have someone in your life that can help you do that. Um, Because, you know, when you move from retirement denial to what I call this beautiful freedom and choice space, your world will change dramatically. And so many choices start to come up, which is awesome. And that leads me into the third tip. Look at your language. If the word retirement does not fit the world that you want when you no longer have to choose to work to actually live, change it. So I've got it, even a meeting I have with my husband once a week, I call it our freedom time that's coming up. Because what I see this whole world of retirement, but really for us, it is very much about getting to that freedom space where we no longer have to trade our time for money. We are in that position where we can choose to work when or how or you know if we want. And that is what I see as retirement. And I call it freedom time. So purely by having a different name and language around it, I hope that helps you to understand that your language around retirement and and what it is that you want it to be. Say, for example, I had a lady that was commenting on it that I never, ever, I think I've said it before, I never, ever want to stop working. Great. But how about turning it into the choice of working when she wants? I'm sure that person does not want to turn up to a workplace until she's 90 um, and clock on between seven and six which may be her current working world it's you know it's about the choices and being able to choose when you turn up and and as i said i call it freedom time the choice to work when i want how i want where i want so i hope those three tips can help you to think a little bit differently and i hope it's just been you know opening up this really provocative conversation Because this, I think, is gets to the core of why some of my midlifers are finding themselves feeling stuck, but they actually don't know what the stuckness is about. And as I said, I, you know, for the last 10 years, it's about being getting ready to get ready to have my freedom time. So hopefully, even that is something that helps you to think differently and look differently about this space that is going to happen to all of us at some point. And the last little thing, is a reminder that it is never too late. There are so many ways to get yourself free and it can be a blend and it can be, you know, someone might be listening to this and thinking, you know, I'm in my 60s and in my freedom time, I'd love nothing better to be able to travel the world. But financially, I've still got this mortgage and I'm just recognizing that that is a desire you have will help you to identify instead of um, I think the question is um, I wrote it down here that the question that I would ask you is um, is instead of I can't afford to retire or I can't afford to do those things reframe that question is how can I afford to do it it may be something as simple as a house swap or putting yourself out there to do a different style of work in another side of the world I don't know Throw convention aside and start to really think differently about what this whole world could be for you if you could remove any of the negative connotations around retirement. What opens up for you? Let me know. I am busting to hear more. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Do you think you've actually got a fear or a confusion around the whole concept of retirement? You may actually have a bit of retirement denial. Well, I'd love you to download my free guide to how to remove retirement denial. Click on the link in the show notes in your podcast app. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who may just need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.